Hello and welcome to Filled with His Love. For as the body, this is in 1 Corinthians 12, for as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members that are one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. We can be united as one and still be unique individuals with our own likes, dislikes, talents, gifts, and capacities. Verse 13, for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. Paul is describing just how different we can be from one another. And the central message is that our differences must not separate us. The first time I visited China, I was standing outside the Beijing hotel waiting for a driver to pick me up. I had been in the city for only a few days, but I was overcome with the feeling that everyone needs to experience other cultures. It is so easy for us to stereotype, to label, diminish people when we have not lived with them and come to understand them. So Paul is reminding us in a powerful way that it doesn't matter where we grew up, our skin color, our gender, our income level, or what we prefer to eat. When we entered the waters of baptism, he is telling us, we became one with each other. Continuing in verse 14, For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, Because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, Because I am not the eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? These verses make me think about the person who feels left out, discarded, unappreciated, and lonely. They look at others and envy them for some characteristic talent or gift they have. But Paul is pleading with the saints to look for the good in others. And just because someone else has a good singing voice or is a star athlete, that does not mean that we need to sing as well as they do or put a basketball in a hoop or cook or draw as well as they do. They are needed, but so are we. I have a friend who once said, The worst thing about growing older is that you don't feel like your ideas count anymore. No one wants to listen to you because they have others they would rather listen to. We all need to help each other every day feel absolutely essential, just as the eye or the ear are to the body. We need to know that others look to us for help. When my wife and I were serving as mission leaders, we definitely felt needed. Missionaries would call with all kinds of problems and questions, physical illness, emotional problems, companion problems, on and on. Why couldn't we all feel that needed all of the time? You might be listening to this and saying to yourself, I feel too needed sometimes. I wish I felt less needed. If you're saying that, I actually believe that you're in the minority. Too many people feel undervalued. I was sitting in a waiting room the other day and struck up a conversation with a man sitting a few seats away from me. I said, okay, I think uh, your wife said that she was a school psychologist. Is that right? And he said, yeah. And I said, and, and what do you do for a living? And he kind of shrugged his shoulders, almost a little bit like he was ashamed of it, and said, uh, just construction, as if construction wasn't a very worthy occupation. I asked, so what's your favorite thing to do in construction? The toys, he said. I, I said, toys? I asked. 
Shows how much I know about how people talk about construction work. Yeah, he responded. The big trucks, the front loaders, you know. I said, oh, you, you do excavation work? He said, yeah. I then explained how my son, when their home was being built, liked the excavation work more than any phase of the construction. I went on to tell him why my son was so enamored with the guy who ran the big machines, the toys, that moved all the earth that needed to be moved before they could begin the building process. On the way home, I began thinking about our own home and how essential it is to our life. I wanted to go back and talk to that man one more time and tell him how essential he is, that his job is more important than he thinks. He's more important than he thinks. We can't live without a roof over our head, and we can't get a roof over our head unless someone prepares the ground for the home to be built. He might see himself as the foot rather than the head, but the body can't move without the foot. So Paul really has an incredibly important point in this chapter. Verse 17, if the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole body were hearing, where were the smelling? Think how boring life would be if we were all identical to one another. It's our differences that make life so rich. So rather than allowing our differences to drive us apart, we need to value each other because of our uniqueness. Verse 18, But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body, as it hath pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are they many members, yet but one body. So we all must feel needed, not just needed, but absolutely essential, as if the world could not exist without us. When my grandmother died, after a long and fruitful life, she lived to be 94, my dad walked over to me during the luncheon that was held after her funeral. He had tears in his eyes, which he didn't get very often, and he put his hand on my shoulder as if to get a little support from me, as if it was becoming kind of hard for him to stand up because of the weight of her death. She's gone, he said. Life will never be the same. He was beginning the mourning process that naturally follows the death of a loved one, and he was right. Life never would be the same. She was his only parent. His father died when my dad was only four years old, and now his mother was gone, and he couldn't quite come to grips with it. She had been the mainstay, the anchor, the one everyone in the family leaned on. She was quiet but so strong, and now she was gone. He had always known, as I had, that she was essential, that she was needed. But now that she was gone, he felt it even more strongly, so strongly he could hardly bear it. So while we are among the living, we need to make certain that those we love know how much we love them, how essential they are to us, how needed they are. Children need to know this. Youth need to know it. Young parents need to know it. And the aging need to know it. 
My prayer is that I can convey to others just how important they are to me in my own life, to my own happiness. The more we do that, the more oneness we will experience, and we will be keeping the injunction of Paul that we can all become one body in Christ. I hope to see you next time. Thanks for listening.